Welcome to Gain That Tune. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's Game That Tune back in the house, everybody. What's happening? It's uh, uh it's going to be a fun night tonight, man. I think uh, I think we're going to have a good little show. You know, it's uh I don't mean to be, you know, exclusionary, but it's a 90s kids only show. It's uh <laughs> you know, it's going to be uh, going to be interesting tonight. Uh, it's, it's, what's up? It's your boy John Harrington uh, with us always. We got John Regan say what up. What up? There you go. And we got uh, David Fleming say hey. Hey. And uh, we got our first ever back-to-back guest uh, back from last week. Uh, we enjoyed him so much, we had to, you know, force him to stay on the show. It's uh, David Weiland. Say hey. Hey. All right. So, um, yeah, I'm not doing the full-blown Game That Tune intro. You should know what we do by now. We listen to video game music. We guess the games, you know, based on the songs. Uh, at the end, the winner gets to pick a theme for the next show, and I won last week's show, and since I'm bad at picking themes, I just defaulted to a theme I've used throughout last year, uh, games from a certain year. In this case, it's a new year. So we're going a new 20 years back to, man, hot 1997. Everybody loves and remembers 1997 fondly, right? Like, there was so much stuff going on then, and so many good games coming out. Like, can you believe, man, you know, like... 1997, there was, you know, fucking, like, GoldenEye, Final Fantasy VII, Blast Core, fucking Bushido Blade, Crash Bandicoot, Diddy Kong Racing, motherfucking Final Fantasy Tactics, Mega Man X4, even. You know, there's so many games that could be on tonight's show. That uh, we already used in previous shows. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, in picking the theme, I uh, did not consult our uh, list of games that we had already used, and uh, yeah, it turns out every game that I just mentioned has been used on the show, and then some more, you know. So if you guys were thinking about using Outlaws or Tetrisphere or that all-time classic Turok Battle of the Bionosaurs, sorry, it's not in this episode, but uh, I think there were plenty of other classic games that came out in 1997, so I think uh, I think we got some. Uh, I think we got some good ones coming up, man. So, um, I don't know. I think, uh, I think we can just jump right into it, Johnny. Yeah, let's just start the, the parade of classics right now. Let's start. Let's do Game one.
Cool. Mm, very cool. Yeah. Huh. Some familiar Sounds instrumentation in there. <laughs> vaguely familiar. Yes. Yes. All right. So you ready for some trivia? Oh yes. Uh, the European release of this game had an extra language that was entirely gibberish. <laughs> I got my finger on the hat trick button. <laughs> I think you did it, Johnny. You, uh, I think you presented this game in a way that didn't completely give it away. This is impressive for you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Go me. Let's see. Has everyone written down their answers yet? Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Let's see them. Just check them. Fuck this up. Oh my god, I can't. Oh it. my god! <laughs> we have two Star Fox 64s from David and John, which is incorrect. David Wyland said Castlevania Symphony of Night, which is incorrect. No hat tricks. Oh man. It's okay, man. It's, yeah. Like I said, he finally presented one somewhat uh, sneakily. He. Yeah. He resisted the urge to play like Corneria and fucking like Star Wolf theme. Yeah. You know? If it was like any of the ones that were in uh, Smash Brothers, I would have like 
boom, got this. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm just over here imagining Castlevania Symphony of the Night with a vocal track that's all gibberish. <laughs> like, <laughs> Alucard comes in and confronts Dracula himself. <laughs> Even better if it was, yeah, just like strictly Star Fox Super Nintendo gibberish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what uh, the language is in the European release. There's a, it's called Lilat, and it's that's a fantastic SNES style option. gibberish. Awesome. That's awesome. I wholeheartedly <laughs> approve of that inclusion. I wish that had been an option in the American version. Right? Like, <laughs> you know. I, I realize uh, now the trivia makes no sense for what my guess was. I thought it was just like the dialogue in the game was just going to be like nonsense, like lore mipsum or something. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I never played the game, so I guess we go with this. <laughs> It just untranslates the game. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds something that, like, you know, like, weird, like, uh, maybe, like, Transylvanian. I don't know. <laughs> it could be something really silly and, like, vampire-related. You know, I wish there were more vampires in Star Fox 64, quite frankly. It's a, Space vampires. It's a classic game, but not enough vampires, you know? It's just, yeah. uh... You know, that is Star Fox 64 has got wolves and cats and octopi and frogs. Are there any bats in Star Fox? You there should be a bat in Star Fox. I don't believe there are. I think, uh, <laughs> yeah. wonder if the, uh, like, Nintendo hotline is still open nowadays. I mean, like, call and be like, hey guys, uh, we need more astral vampires in Star Fox. Yeah. <laughs> Make it happen. You know. like 20 years while we have late. you on the phone, here's our laundry list of requests. <laughs> Please yeah. add space vampires to Star Fox. P.S. I am not a crackpot. <laughs> I mean, you could just say that Andros was a vampire. I mean, he's obviously some big space brain monster. Like, yes. why not just make him a vampire? You just need to add a couple of fangs. It's not that hard. You know, I so, don't know. Did you... Did you guys uh, ever unlock the expert mode in Star Fox 64? Uh, For a second, I thought you were going to ask, did you guys ever play Star Fox 64? I never even played yeah, the whole game. Oh, wow. So, yeah, wait, like, you... I think, like, level 5 or 6 or something was just kicking my ass super hard. I never got past it. Hmm. I'm, I'm terrible well. at flight simulators. Even, like, you know, like, easier ones like this one, I guess, you know? I mean, yeah, this is really, really a flight, flight simulator. simulator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, the, it's not like you ever have to be concerned about like your throttle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. but like it's like it's, it's like I'm so bad at it that even when it's like dummy down to like super simple, like even just like hit this button to a barrel roll, I'm like, ah, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot harder to do a barrel roll in a realistic flight simulator, I'm told. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know. Uh, the only way you can really mess up flying in that game is to run into all the buildings or, like, t uh, tilt your fucking R-wing vertically and break all your wings off on the ground. Like, you know, it's, you're, it's not you're terribly not hard that. as a flight I, simulator. I, <laughs> I like, in the expert mode, it's only one hit to knock a wing off. It's bonkers. Nice. Yeah, hit, I used to... You, yeah. Hit the ground. I used to do like on. knock both the wings off just to like do a little challenge mode or whatever, because then your fucking R wing <laughs> is just like wobbling through the world. <laughs> Makes the game really fucking you know annoying. But yeah. uh mm, still. Uh yeah, I probably unlocked the expert mode. I mean I played the shit out of this game. Like, you know I you know I don't know what the like the order of unlocking things was, but I definitely got to the point where you know, we all got to the point where you unlocked like uh on foot characters for the multiplayer and uh, yeah, know, that was, all, like, all. the ultimate. Like, once you got that unlocked, like, you're pretty much done. 
Like, yeah, I don't think exactly. I think there's only one more thing to unlock after that. Like, if you got all, all medals in expert mode, I think you got a new title screen or something, which is, you know, nobody did that. Like, that's stupid. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but another thing about it, I, I, I do think I got that, and I was like, wow, that's a really underwhelming unlock. Like, it just literally changes, like, the angle that they're standing at. Like, yeah. That's not the best final unlock I've ever had. <laughs> 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 yeah, because yeah, when you got, I, like, on-foot battle mode, it's like, oh, wow, this is badass. I, I yeah. wonder what's next. <laughs> Just changed the whole game. Now what? <laughs> oh, uh, they rotated the camera from facing the team to, like, over here on the side facing the team. <laughs> so you're seeing all their cheeks. I don't know. Like, that's not it's not really a great unlock. <laughs> but... I always loved, you know, the game, man, uh, you know, it was just fun. Like, you know, it, it confuses me, David, that you would not have beaten, uh, beaten it once because I've replayed it so many fucking times that it's just absurd because, you know, you just keep on going for high scores and trying to, you know, build General Pepper for as much as possible, which is <laughs> always, you know, that was always my favorite thing at the end oh, of, I like, the I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Se- uh. You send them an invoice for, like, the number of things you blew up times, you know, whatever, and, yeah. Oh, yeah, I kind of remember the number. actually, yeah. It's the number of things you blew up times 64. Nice. <laughs> and, yeah, he's, you know, he's because always just... of course the, it is. But, uh, you know, it's yeah, like if you did good, he's like, oh, it's a pretty stiff price, but it's worth it. And then, you know, by the time you, like, you know, like, do enough to, like, unlock, you know, the next mode or, like, kick ass, he just goes, what? <laughs> it's just, it's an absurd invoice. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> Overbilling the government, the game. <laughs> yeah. Good. Times. I also I distinctly remember um, the on foot in the multiplayer because I think I was playing with you, John, and we were both our wings, and then I shot you down, and you chose to go on foot, and you were laughing about ha ha ha, I'm gonna take you down. It's like no, you're not. And you know when you're in an R wing. And you're trying to hit somebody on foot. It's surprisingly difficult because they're so yes. small. You that can't was... lock on. Uh, yeah. You just gotta hit them. That was <laughs> no, the challenge. I mean, if you have a bomb, you know, then you're good. But if you don't have that, it's really tricky. Yeah, yeah, it's. <laughs> I loved it, man. It, I just yeah, it just it, like it really take five minutes, and it took about thirty. Yeah, it brought it brought the uh, the friggin' like multiplayer mode to a fucking screeching halt, really. <laughs> unless you're all on foot, it was fucking tough. Like, yeah. I can't remember if you could just like straight run people over using like the uh, the landmaster. You could. You could. Yeah, you could. Run- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you hit somebody, they took a lot of damage. All right, you're good. hitting a guy with. <laughs> I, say, I don't damage. think it was like an instant kill or anything, but I think it was kind of like as you run into another R wing and it does that crash shaky thing i think it was the same effect good yeah. good because yeah you know like like i said i remember it just you know bringing it to a freaking halt just like <laughs> jumping around and not like not being able to like land a shot at all it was you know but it was fun because it was at that point i mean when we had unlocked stuff like that like we'd been playing the game for so fucking long and we'd played that regular multiplayer so much that to change it up was just you know uh <laughs> seems silly to say changing up was a game changer it seems <laughs> remarkably redundant <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it literally was <laughs> it's, uh, it was pretty cool man and uh, yeah were there any multiplayer maps other than the city because yes. I only remember playing inside the city yeah there were two of them. I don't remember one. any other maps there were two there's one that was in like uh, like it was in space and it was like a space construction zone basically right 
And then, yeah, there's the first map with the pyramids and the arches and all that crap. But, yeah, I only ever played on that one because you couldn't beat the tanks in the space one. Yeah, like, that's what I remember because, yeah, we always played the, the ground one because in space you would only be the R-Wings and that makes it not fun. Or yeah. not, you know, not as diverse. Like, you know, whatever. Just, you know, when it's just R-Wings, it becomes just a fucking game of, like, who has the most boost to do the most loops and, like, yeah. <laughs> try and get behind the other guy constantly. It's There's only so much you can do in that. <laughs> like, but, you know, having some terrain and stuff that you can traverse and, you know, hide behind shit and, you know, move from... Not, can't remember you could move from one side of the map and just like turn up on the other one right like no you would hit the edge you would automatically turn around turn around yeah yeah okay well regardless there was more to do on the land map and you know yeah man i love that star fox 64 multiplayer that was uh that was the shit man yeah um yeah you know like i said 1997 and they're all-time classics man you started off right and uh you know if i had known uh if i had thought for you know at any period of time that anybody was going to choose this game, I would have loaded up a soundboard with all those fucking Star Fox clips that we have. Oh, and- wow, I forgot. We've got, like, a whole folder yeah. in the Google Drive, like, every single vocal thing. <laughs> yeah, we do. So I went down, I went there, and as we were talking, I clicked, like, five random things, and, you know, now it's just like, you know, of course we have this. Daddy screamed real good before he died. Just the darkest goddamn one. thing in the history of video games. <laughs> you know. You know. Everybody likes to make fun of Star Fox about his dead dad. You'll be seeing your dad soon, Fox. <laughs> you know, it's a bit ridiculous. <laughs> and then, you know, you gotta remember those classic peppy lines. You guys know the ones I'm talking about. Use bombs wisely! And of course... <laughs> Just shoot it, Fox! Yep. Those are the two peppy clips everybody remembers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's definitely it. You son a- of a bitch. Yeah. I hate you. Trolled you hard, man. Oh. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Excellent. Well, yeah. Um, Great pick, man. Uh, Anything else on uh, on Star Fox 64, the all-time classic? No, I think we about covered it. I mean, it's a great game. Well, I do have a question that um, you did remind me of. So, what do you guys prefer? I know there's a lot of people, like, Star Fox series has done, taken a lot of twists and turns, so I'm just curious, especially in regards to Star Fox 64, what do you prefer, Eastern European Wolf or Texan Wolf? Mmm. Um, so, the, the wolf in Wait. Star Fox 64, then, is Eastern European? Are, are you talking about literal yes. wolves? This <laughs> 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 is not game that wolf. <laughs> No, because he always had, like, a weird kind of... I thought it was, like, an Eastern European accent. And then, you know, as they brought him back, he's obviously Southwestern American. Yeah, I don't and I prefer never that quite version. understood why. Yeah, like, you know, all his things, when he, whenever he talks... I mean, I don't like him in Super Smash Bros. Brawl. And whenever he talks, it tends to make me cringe. Uh, you know, there's <laughs> something about, you know, Texas Wolf that is just... A little bit odd, like, we're gonna have fun with this thing. It's like, <laughs> ew, man, no, you're just, who the fuck are you? <laughs> you know, that, that sounds yeah, awesome. I'll, I'll take, <laughs> you know, I'll take confusingly accented wolf from the, uh, from the original ones. You know, I don't know, man. You know, I don't like anything that reminds me of Texas. <laughs> you know, it kind of makes but. sense, though. Like, you got, like, uh, like the Lone Star State, and you got, like, a Lone Wolf. You know? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe they're going for. No, they're, I don't even know what they're doing. <laughs> <Probably> nah. <not. laughs> no, no, that they're makes perfect sense. Not. Lone Star State, Lone Wolf, Captain of a Team. Wait. <laughs> right. Damn it. 
Yeah, you know, they might just be hiring whatever voice actor and not worrying about the continuity of the voices. Maybe <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> you know, because Falco got real fucking New York, so like, yeah, he, right. He wasn't really you know from Brooklyn and Star Fox sixty four either. So you know, I don't know. I'd rather them not be American. I'd rather them be from space and not be able to tell where their accents are from. Well, That's just from, like, space I'd rather, Texas. I'd rather, I'd rather yeah. from that lilac language. <laughs> That too, man. I greatly prefer the gibberish language. Like that really should have been the fucking option, man. I would have played it like that the whole fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> I love that language. Uh, but yeah, great, uh, great game. Odd voices. Let's uh, let's let's keep going, man. Game two.
Is it over, or did it speed up so fast that I can't hear it anymore? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> like, like rad '90s guitar in the first track to like weird hoedown. <laughs> you know, '90s like were a time it. for hoedowns. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, who's ready for a little trivia? Uh, I think oh. I would like some. Yeah. <laughs> hoedown trivia, please. That threw me off. <laughs> um. So first things first. This was on the game list. So this game was all set to be released in America in 1997. They even had advertisements for it in magazines. But Sony stepped in. <laughs> Damn it, John, that face. Sony stepped in and decided not to publish it, so Capcom had to cancel it. So the game was released in Japan and Europe in 1997. It was not released in America until it was part of a compilation disc released in 2006. It was on well. the list. 
That list that you're referring to was copy and pasted from Wikipedia. It's a list of every single video game that was released anywhere in 1997. So yeah, it probably is on this list. Um, fucking A. <laughs> Yeah, that trivia screws my answer up something bad. <laughs> I have no idea now. <laughs> All right. Lancing at a list have- of Capcom games from 1997 that I'm not sure came out in America. Yeah. Um, John Regan says fake sack simulator 90. It looks like 99, but the correct yes. answer would be 97. Um, John <laughs> Harrington says rival schools. Uh, which is incorrect. David Wyland says Mega Man something, which is close enough. This is Mega Man Battle and Chase, the Mega Man kart racing game. The what? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is Mega Man Battle and Chase. Oh, I heard. Mega Man kart racing game. (laughs) There's a Mega Man kart racing game now? (laughs) Why did anybody tell me? There was one 20 years ago. (laughs) <laughs> Not in America, there wasn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, the, uh, cool. So, I'm. This came. John is flummoxed. <laughs> oh yeah, choking on my own rage here. Uh, <laughs> so this didn't come out in 1997 in America, and it came out on. A- it was part of the Mega Man X collection that was released in America in 2006. Gotcha. Um, that would also explain why I didn't play it, because, uh, you know, you weren't going to trick me into buying a Mega Man X collection when the, to my knowledge at that point, were only three worthwhile Mega Man X games. Like, <laughs> nope, Capcom, it's not working on me. Four is good. Yeah. Four is good. Huh. I get up okay. pretty early in the morning to trick me into buying this game, Capcom. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I get up pretty early in the morning to get me to go drop 60 bucks on a compilation of, you know, games that uh, I'm confident I wouldn't enjoy very much. Um, well, it turns out there's more than just the X games. You have Mega Man Battle and Chase on those discs. As it turns <laughs> out, you know, they probably should advertise that. They probably should have said, hey, there's a Mega Man Kart Racer and it comes with, you know, six Mega Man games. Or six <laughs> Mega Man X games. I would have been like, well, that's a value. <laughs> there's a Mega Man X collection. You know, quietly, oh, there might be a Kart Racer on the disc or something. I don't know. We... We had to sweeten the deal. We know nobody likes X5 and 6. You know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, they, they should have led with Kart Racer, because if I had known there was a Mega Man Kart Racer in 1997, I probably would have just moved to Japan. Like, that sounds like everything I wanted in a game back in 97. <laughs> like, what the hell? Why didn't anybody tell it's me? Actually, <laughs> it's actually really cool, um, because you... There, there's a story to the game, um, and the story is stupid and silly and ridiculous, but basically you're going through various levels racing other robot masters, mm-hmm. and every time that you beat a character, you can steal part of their cart. <laughs> so you can okay. so you can get like a different set of wheels or a different spoiler, and that like changes the attributes for your cart. That's awesome. So that's yeah. that's quite Mega Man. I like that. That's a nice touch. Um, so, you, I mean, you played the game on the compilation. Is it actually any good? <laughs> like... <laughs> It's all right. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's not like some hidden gem, best kart racer ever. Fuck Mario Kart type right. thing. But it's it's an enjoyable, solid kart racer. And being able to steal other characters' kart parts is actually really cool. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's interesting. Especially if you can like save those carts. I mean, obviously there probably was an online play in 1997, but 
be cool to just like show up online or like show up to a race with a friend with like this crazy souped up car full of like you know bootleg robot master parts like <laughs> I got Snake Man's wheels and motherfucking you know Guts Man's uh, I don't know face for a license plate. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to remember. I think. I know Gutsman was in the game, and I think he just had, like, giant monster truck wheels, but I think you could also get, like, his arms were kind of an add-on, like a bumper to the car, so you could drive through rocks and they wouldn't slow you down. Nice. I know Napalm Man was in the game, and I remember his wheels were tank treads, so, like, you didn't slow down when you went off-road. That's cool. Man, yeah, you know, no game gives love to Napalm Man. That's awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, the the robot masters were weird because they they had Gutsman, they had Ice, I think they had Iceman, they had Shadow Man, but then they also had Napalm Man and Spring Man. Which which game was Spring Man from? Was he from like eight? Uh, he was from seven. Okay, yeah, you know, fuck. It was like Spring Man. Who? <laughs> that was actually the second song. Yeah, tight. Uh, you know, they probably had to include Iceman just to, you know, put a fucking ice level in the game. Uh, nobody likes fucking Iceman. He's like a dorky Eskimo. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Yeah, but it's weird because, like, I don't... I know Snake Man wasn't in it. I don't think Alec Man was in it. Quick Man was in it, obviously. That that totally makes sense. He probably didn't even have a car. He just ran the whole time. <laughs> I don't think they had Turbo Man, which is really weird because he turns into a car. Yeah, too easy. <laughs> yeah. Way too easy. Hmm. But again, Spring Man. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope that his car could jump other cars. That would be a nice, uh, that'd be a nice touch. But um, hmm, yeah. Um, interesting, man. I you know I really wish I had known this fucking existed. Uh, you know, it wouldn't have done me much good until the Mega Man X compilation came out. And I, again, I would not have bought the Mega Man X compilation. <laughs> but uh, yeah. well, I mean, I'm, it's it's very easy, I'm sure, to find a legal copy of the Mega Man X collection to then unlock this game. So I'm sure it's very easy for you to play this game if you have an interest. Right. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Do you, actually, do you have to unlock the game? Like, do you have to beat Mega Man X games to unlock this game, or is it just on the disc? <laughs> I don't remember. I think you have to unlock it, but I don't remember how. Because if, if it I involves, like, X4, 5, or 6, I'd probably just, you know... Be done. Like, <laughs> and that's again my unqualified like opinion on Mega Man. All the Mavericks in the first game or first two games, and then you get it. Okay. Well, that I have done in the past and would be able to do again. So that's the challenge I'm up to. But yeah, um, you know, again, Capcom, you're not tricking me into playing your uh, your later Mega Man X games, <laughs> even if there is your forgotten kart racer on the disc. You know, <laughs> can't pull one over on me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm just so, so confused by the existence of this game. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's um, the thing that gets me, because I was trying to look up trivia, and all of the trivia about this game is basically about when you steal parts from other Robot Master carts, and that kind of gives it away. So I was like, wait a minute. The game was done and was ready to be released in Europe, so it was localized in English, and Sony basically came out and said, nah, there's too many kart racers. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, Were there oh, so many kart racers? <laughs> like, that is so weird because, like, yeah, they're like, oh, you know, Mario Kart's out and Crash Bandicoot Kart's out and everything. Eh, everybody's got kart racers. Don't release this. Yeah. And Capcom was just, uh, 
Okay. See, once you I have a, a Japanese release, they use the same video system that we use here in the U.S., so you have all that done. And then you've got, if it's, if it's translated to English, you're ready for America. <laughs> like, like, yeah, you're good to go. Really yeah. not hard. Right click, I U.S., done. I'm sure they had some sort of deal in place with Sony, and I'm sure it wouldn't the game wouldn't work as well on the Nintendo 64, but I would have found a way to just be like, hey, Nintendo, it's your friends, it's your old friends Capcom. We got a finished game that we're ready to release. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're still wanna, cool, right? Right? Yeah. You guys want to get together, have lunch, maybe talk about this kart racer that's probably not nearly as good as your Mario Kart, but we, we really need the money. Huh? <laughs> yeah, like, we put some fucking time and effort into this game. Like, we need to release it <laughs> for something. And Nintendo's like, okay, we'll, we'll show up to lunch and we'll bring a million of our Nintendo 64 cartridges and you can buy them for us. <laughs> you know, buy them from us right then and there. Uh, oh, I thought you were saying that because lunches. it uses, like, you know, actual CD music that the game would be shipped out on a million Nintendo 64 cartridges. Like, you go to the store and it's a giant box of a million. Nintendo 64 could do CD quality music, man. <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> Just saying, that would be that'd be like the whole thing. You know, Nintendo would be like, you know, yeah, yeah, you can bring it over, but don't forget when you want to make a Nintendo 64 game, you have to buy this fucking cartridge from us. So, uh, you know, yeah, we'll get lunch. You buy the million cartridges. <laughs> See, I'm just yeah. imagining this this fictional lunch. I assume between good friend of the show Shiggy and like KG and Afude, yeah, and they're lesser both friend of the like, show oh, KG. <laughs> We're gonna do this. We're gonna we're gonna port this to N64. We're gonna make our money back. And Shiggy just rolls up. Hey, we got this box full of N64 cartridges. So you want to have lunch and talk? Like, yeah, I'll just have a cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, shit. I just remembered. That, like, we're gonna lose a lot of money by trying to port this over to Nintendo 64. Well, see you later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shiggy's just standing there with like a U-Haul full of cartridges. KJ and Fudi. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes later, <laughs> Shiggy's just knocking on the door and the, the windows just, the curtains are blowing in the window. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yep, that's how games are made, folks. Not again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, cool. Um, that, uh, that, um. That is a game that exists. Yes, it is. <laughs> it sure might be. Uh, I'll have somebody check on that. Uh, in the meantime, um, you know, cool music because it's a Mega Man game and it's a Capcom game. Um, and I think uh, I think we gotta we gotta move it on, Johnny. What uh, what do we got coming up next? Game three.
All right. Some happy stuff. Yeah. For a 97 game, that's like got a lot of chiptune to it. Really does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Johnny Johnny with the possible hint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who's running? Would, any, a, yeah, I was would anybody like an actual hint? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's running this fan request? <laughs> um, this is the fan request. This comes from our dear friend Alex at the Messenger 94 on Twitter. Um,. And again, this one was kind of hard to find a little bit of trivia for. Um, I have two pieces, so I will give one, and then if you need a second one, um, let me know. Mm-hmm. So, in Australia, this game has a completely separate title because uh, because it served as a sequel to a 1995 game, which was released exclusively in Europe and Australia. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Weird.
How's everybody feeling? Oh, man. We should, we should get that some trivia, I think. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. This game has two basic modes. Um, one is called the classic mode, which uses the original graphics. And there is a modern mode, which replaces the characters with Mario characters. Well. That also okay. concludes all of the trivia I could find for this game <laughs> on the internet. That's... Okay, John Harrington says Kirby Star Stacker. That is incorrect. Um, David says Mario Jazz Simulator 97. That is incorrect. And John Regan says Splatoon? Um, that's a worthy guess, but that is incorrect. Uh, this is Game & Watch Gallery for the Game Boy. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, there was a, a version of this game released only in Europe and Australia called Game Boy Gallery. So this was called Game Boy Gallery 2 in Australia. Hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, yeah, I was, uh, you know. I, I definitely, Google definitely led me to Jonah Lumo Rugby, which is definitely not correct. <laughs> oh, man, it should have been. And Jonah Lumo Rugby, <laughs> let's talk about that for the rest of the show instead of this game. <laughs> game & Watch Gallery would be so much better if Mr. Game & Watch were replaced with New Zealand rugby legend Jonah Lumo. For so many reasons. <laughs> Or yeah. it, it would be better if there was a minigame that was rugby, that was just, like, one main character against the entire team of Mr. Game & Watches. I'd be in favor of that, too, because Jonah Lamu could take them down, man. <laughs> he was the whole package. He had the size. He had the quickness. He could just hit the gaps like nobody's business. He could run straight over you. I mean, <laughs> the guy was an unstoppable, like, greatest of all time rugby player. He is just, you know, how are you guys not stopping me from talking like this? But um. <laughs> the, the, the real question is, though, John, uh, could he withstand ten Game & Watches just flipping bacon at him at the same time? <laughs> oh, it's man. like, you know, like, like who's refing this game? Like, no one's going to call him on that? That's bullshit. Yeah. Mario would be refereeing the game, and he'd have a Game & Watch <laughs> be covering the field in bacon. And I get the feeling that John Alamu would just handle it. Like, he probably had a high-protein diet. He'd probably just catch the bacon <laughs> out of the air. And just keep running at pace. Like, that motherfucker would just... You know, he'd be like, thanks for the bacon, mate. Bow! And just, like, see, I just, shove you into the fucking ground. <laughs> see, I just imagine that, um, like, Mr. Game Watch is flinging bacon onto the field, and Mario's the referee, and he just comes out, no, 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 no! Here's a turtle shell. Use that. Yeah, exactly. We don't throw food at people. We throw animals. Okay? Yeah. So there. <laughs> Let me just stomp this turtle out real quick. Splut. And then, you know, oh, boom. God. Throw a turtle shell at him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, Jonah Lama would not be stopped by a mere turtle shell. It would need... You would need so many turtle shells to even, like, phase him. Like, he would just run through a wall of turtle shells on his way to the tri-zone. It's insane, man. He was a fucking beast, is what I'm trying to tell you now. <laughs> I like, really thought my Jonah Lumo, like, comment was going to be a throwaway thing, and we were just going to move past it immediately. Bro, here we are. you don't bring up Jonah Lamu to a rugby player and not expect to hear about how he's the greatest of all time, all right? Like, you know, the guy was a fucking beast. Like... 
there's a reason that he was essentially the de facto villain of the movie Invictus. Like, South Africa was going up against him in the 1995 Rugby World Cup, and he was unmotherfucking stoppable. And they found a way. They, they overcame the unstoppable New Zealand monster of Jonah Lamu. You know, fr- frankly, I'd play that game too. You know, Invictus the game. <laughs> Part of, you know, half the game you're playing rugby and the other half you're Morgan Freeman inspiring people. I'd play the shit out of that. Yeah. That would actually be so awesome if it was like half sports game, half like rhythm game to cheer people on. Yes. You're just fucking Morgan Freeman playing Mandela and you gotta hit like the flag waves and fucking wave to people like at the fucking Rugby World Cup. Would play 10 out of 10. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm really curious now what his voice would sound like, like Morgan Freeman's voice as like a, like a chiptune midi. <laughs> yeah, the like, Super NES it's... game of the Rugby World Cup. Like, oh man, like yeah, a really smooth chiptune sound, I don't even know. <laughs> I would try to do a Star Fox voice in Morgan Freeman's voice, but I don't do a very good Morgan Freeman, so... Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um... Jonalamu Rugby. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? I knew it was coming, and it still made me laugh. What game? Game and Watch Gallery? Yeah. Game and Watch Gallery. <laughs> um, so it's a collection of Game and Watch games, which I assume means, like, the Game Boy cartridges just, you know, got extra space left over on it. I mean, what are those things, like, you know, require the memory of, like, a fucking digital watch, like... Was, I mean, was it just literally... I mean, you said it's got classic mode. Like, does it look just like fucking a Game & Watch game on a Game Boy screen now, or...? Yeah, I mean, it's... There's one... There's classic mode, which recreates, like, the LCD graphics, oh. and then there's modern, which replaces everything with Mario characters, but they're still moving in, like, one frame of animation. My goodness. That's, uh... Yeah, that's a tough sell. <laughs> you know, even to me in 1997 when I was, you know, still into the Game Boy. Like, you know, Pokemon's right around the corner, but in the meantime, would you like this, you know, flat black, you know, collection of Tiger handhelds? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think this got me thinking of a rugby just... game where you place everybody with Mario characters. <laughs> um, bro, I was oh, talking about that. that episodes ago. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Oh, and I I'm fucking dumb. really, really want to play that. <laughs> you know, but Jonah Lama's not in Mario and Sonic at the <laughs> Rio 2016 <laughs> Olympic Games, which is a damn shame. Yeah, I mean, it's not now really, because, you know, he's dead, now, now, but, uh, Now, John, I have a question. All these times that you've brought him up, would you describe him as a beast? Um, he's a bit of a beast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, man, I don't want to oversell it, but, like, you know, he could have easily been the final boss of any number of games in the 90s. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you. He, you know, he had the intimidation factor. You know, the t- he played for the All Blacks, so he's already got the edgy look. You know, like, it's... I'm telling you, man. He's, uh... Mm, he's a fucking beast. <laughs> you get to the end of Final Fantasy VII, it's Jonah Lumo. Dude. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> like, the only person that could beat Sephiroth would be Jonah Lumo, just, like, tackling him down to the ground. <laughs> uh, that would be fantastic. Anyway, um... Do we actually have anything to say about Game & Watch Gallery? <laughs> um, no, that's... It's Fandrops. That's, <laughs> it's, it's, that's, it's, it's... It's for Game & Watch games. They have a modern version. It was our request from Alex. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I like the soundtracks. I assume that's a significant upgrade over the soundtrack of the original Game & Watch games, which I don't anticipate have a sound outside of, like, bleep bloop. But, Listen, uh, that implies that they have a soundtrack and they don't. Exactly. <laughs> that's, I don't think that's, they you know, had... I don't think they even have bleep bloop. I think it's just bleep bleep. Like, it's yeah. just one thing. <laughs> tick, tick. <laughs> tick, tick, no boom. Um, yeah, this, man. This is cool uh, music, though. I really like this. Like, it kind of sounded kind of like jazz, like doo-wop a little bit. Like, I could hear, like, a 1960s kind of, like, doo-wop thing going in that first song. Like, the bass line for it. It's kind of interesting. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Probably gave a you know Nintendo in-house composer a chance to just kind of do whatever you want, like make something fun and lighthearted that sounds good on a Game Boy. Yeah, okay, boss. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> I've been messing around with a couple of things, so here we are. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, that uh, yeah, that's you know, it's probably that a fun is a game, game that exists. <laughs> yeah, they 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 made several of these though, right? And you know. Very few of them actually had anything to do with rugby or Jonah Lama, so I'm not sure why anybody in Australia would be clamoring to play them. Well, see, um, um, the first one was, but we didn't. Uh, oh, we only got the sequel to it, though, right? So, you know, that's yeah, why. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. See, there you go. Yeah. 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 Friggin' Nintendo. Always dropping the good parts of their games. <laughs> dropping Jonah Lamu from your original Game & Watch collection. Uh, Alright. <laughs> Whatever, man. You know, licensing deals with rugby teams are tough. Um, but anyway, cool. Uh, good, uh, good request, because, yeah, interesting tunes from a collection of games that didn't have music. So, that's a tricky little game. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, tight, man. I think, uh, I think we gotta do it like Jonah Lamu, man. I think we just gotta keep on running. You know. Game four.
I dig that. Yeah. Johnny, are we in technical difficulties mode? Yes. Cool. Are we waiting to uh, retrieve small yeah. David? Hey again. What happens. Hey. That was hey, that was weird. I don't know what just happened there. It's all right. All right. I don't see your video yet. Oh wait, I didn't turn it on yet. That's why. Ah. Is me. Wait. Okay. Ah. All right. Back on. Okay, we're good. All right. Cool. Sweet. All right. Uh, next song. Yeah. sweet man yeah so who feels like some trivia i do i do (laughs) fantastic so this game began its development as a uh, license title for a movie Uh, but when that licensing deal fell through a new movie license had to be negotiated to continue development and ultimately that movie licensing deal fell through as well (laughs) <laughs> and so the game was released in 1997 by the developers as a new original IP. Oh, there goes my guess. Huh. <laughs> 
Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's freaking sick. I like it. That's awesome. Yeah. I kind of, you know, I left that one long on purpose. because it's, it's like, oh, man, maybe I'll edit this down. Oh, the double bass is just kicking. No, don't edit it down. Oh, God. It's just, nope, can't, can't edit this. Must leave at five minutes. <laughs> That's <laughs> mm, good, uh, good tunes, man. Um, so how's everybody feeling about their guesses? Not good. Feeling kind of good right now, actually. I think I I feel pretty good. Okay. Well, then I won't give you additional trivia. Boom. Oh, no, Uh, no, no, no. Let's let's see some answers. (laughs) Shit. Uh, John Regan says Metallica Power Rangers. That's sadly incorrect. David (laughs) and David both say... Carmageddon. Um, apart from David Fleming's spelling, they're both absolutely correct. Well done. <laughs> mm. Yeah, those, uh, you know, man, Carmageddon. I've, I had forgotten all about that one, honestly, until I, uh, until I had to go through the list of 1997 games because I couldn't find a worthwhile soundtrack download for my, uh, for my first pick. So, man, yeah, uh, good times back in the day with Carmageddon. Anybody, uh, anybody ever actually play that one? Never did. I think that's one was actually no, missed. I missed out on that. Son of a bitch, man. It was a PS One game, I think, was what David's guess said on the bottom of it. Oh no, he was asking if he had spelled it. In, in oh, spelled okay. It correctly, and I saw. He had not. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I saw. But, I saw um, a P. Like uh, <laughs> I saw an S and a P in there. I wasn't sure. Yeah. Carmageddon SP on on the Game Boy Advance? No, that's incorrect, David. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome, yeah. though. Game Boy Advance, not even around in 1997, and I can't imagine that game would be very good. But uh, Carmageddon, uh, I played it on my buddy's fucking computer. You know, I never had a you know worthwhile fucking gaming computer to date. And uh, you know, yeah, man, it, uh, it you know, it's a it's a perfect 1997 game it's it's quite 1997 it's you know just extreme fucking metal music and demolition derby car racing and running over pedestrians you know it uh i was thinking about it i'm like man you know why did this appeal to me oh right i was 11 that you know of course it fucking appealed to me naturally yeah Yeah. (laughs) but then i also started thinking about it i'm like man you know actually it had a lot of things it had little things in this game that, like, I went on to enjoy in other games. Like, you know, I'm not saying Carmageddon's some fucking, you know, like, whatever, super important game in gaming history, but, you know, it kind of has a little taste of Grand Theft Auto because you're running over innocent pedestrians. And it kind of has a little taste of the Burnout series, especially starting at, like, Burnout 3, my favorite game in the Burnout series, because it's all, it's kind of about racing, but it's mostly about destroying the other cars. Like... It's, uh, you know, they had, a, they had a couple of little good ideas in there, like, you know, it, it was almost too loose with the racing mechanics, like, it, you know, I barely remember playing it, but for the most part, the race was not a thing, like, you didn't race. You drove around in a fucking, like, large arena thing and tried to destroy the other cars, and you won the race by being the only car left, <laughs> like, and it's like, oh, you destroyed the other cars, the race is over, like, oh, thank God, I wasn't gonna do five laps around this fucking place, like, <laughs> <That's> nope. <awesome. laughs> Yeah. Now, um, out of curiosity, uh, what was this game supposed to be originally based off a movie? Okay, yeah, that's that's the trivia question. Does anybody know either of the two yeah. failed uh, movie licenses for this game? <laughs> well, based, considering that it's vehicular combat, I'm gonna guess Death Race. 
Yeah, Death Race 2000 was actually the second license, and that's when the company that was making it added in running over pedestrians. Um, before that, it was going to be a Mad Max game, Ooh. which uh, oh. also sounds pretty fucking that cool. Sounds like it'd be awesome. Yeah, actually, like yeah. <laughs> makes me wish, uh, you know, it makes me want you know more Mad Max games. Like, how are there not like a ton of those? It's, it's you know, I mean, I guess they've made plenty of things in that vein. There's you know the whole Twisted Metal series and all that, but you know, just give me Mad Max. But, uh, but yeah, it started out as like just a fucking you know vehicular demolition derby race game, and then they added in. They lost the Mad Max thing, so they you know, went to Death Race, and apparently they were going, at the time they were going to come out with a movie, another Death Race movie in like 1997, but that fell through, so they took away the license, and the company was like, well, what the fuck, we've been making this game for like two years, let's just put it out. <laughs> like, and quite frankly, is there an easier pun than Carmageddon? Like, you know, I think they lucked into something there. Like, you know, everybody would have forgotten the Death Race 2000 game, but Carmageddon, somehow that that's a name that sticks with you. Like, oh, yeah. that's just know, about they, the easiest goddamn pun there is. <laughs> they could have gone with uh, Armageddon Drive. Yeah. <laughs> God. See? Yeah, perfect. It's like the Chinese you know, bootleg they, they version of Carmageddon to, you know, right the, there. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, Arma Driving. Uh, but yeah, they uh, for the sequel, they went with another, you know, they doubled down on, like, you know, movie car puns. It was Carmageddon Carpocalypse Now. Not oh nearly God. as good of a pun. Oh, it's so good. It's so it's good. It's good, but it's not Carmageddon good. Like... You know, it's right there. You just add a C. It's just that easy. If it was a game about going and getting drunk, it would be Barmageddon. If it was a game about raising animals, it would be Farmageddon. If it was yeah, a but game would about you, would you have as yourself. much of a problem if it was Carmageddon Two Four Door Coopocalypse? <laughs> Coopocalypse now? Oh. Yes. Wow. I think that yeah, it would be just terribly confusing. I quit. Uh. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh man! Wow, I made a joke so bad, Sean quit. I am very <laughs> proud of myself. Yeah. Uh, David, your skills pay the bills. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, it, you know it was a pretty fun game. Again, it was like you know barely even the bare bones semblance of a race, and just running over innocent pedestrians. And like by running over people or breaking other cars, you get points, and you can use that to repair your car. And they're like power-ups that you can get, you know, you can hit like little barrels, you know, it's, it's got a little Mario Kart in there too. You get little power-ups that only power up your car. And, you know, it's like, you get like a, uh, no, I'm, I mean like, it's not like, you know. What Mario Kart game are you playing where you get power-ups that give other people powers? I don't mean, I don't mean that. I just, it, it's not like it gives you like extra weapons. It gives, it makes your car, it gives you jumping abilities or it makes it pinball off of things more easily. Or you I go super so. fucking fast, like, it's like that kind of thing. There's no, there's weapons, like defensive slash. Right, yeah. You, you, your car is the weapon. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, you get some extra boost, you get some high jumps, you get, you know, some fucking pinball mode. But no, you don't get, you know, you don't really get like missiles or anything. You know, you're slamming into other stuff. You're running over sad old ladies. You know, that <laughs> that's the game. You're not shooting anybody. You're hitting them with a car, <laughs> like. You know, shooting people with stuff would just betray the whole nature of the game. Yeah, you know? <laughs> but uh, I imagine that you know happened in a board meeting. Like, what about missiles? Get the fuck out, Terry. You're fired. <laughs> like, <it's... laughs> Guns? That is too violent. 
I do not support gun violence. <laughs> you know, <laughs> running over ladies with you know with fucking souped up cars. Absolutely, but like, you have to draw the line somewhere, Terry. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's it's a fun '90s relic. It's got a dope ass metal soundtrack. Soundtracks by uh, the band Fear Factory. Who uh, I know the name. Uh, you know, not terribly familiar with their works, but you know, obviously I've probably heard them at some point in the '90s because I was a '90s kid. And they are fucking 90s metal as shit. Um, so, yeah. It's uh, it's one of those games. Apparently they rebooted it a couple of years ago, and it's, you know, it's not any better. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, it's it's strictly a, strictly a 90s thing. Better left there. You know, simpler time. Running over old ladies. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I have so little to say about this game, honestly. Um, you know, because it's, it's a simple, it's the simple things in life. It's, you know, it's, it's cars. It's blowing shit up. It's running over people. That's that's the gist, man. We got to keep it going. All right. Game five. Trivia time for you guys now? Yes. Uh, right. yes. Alright, so, uh, instead of being produced by, uh, Hudson, this was licensed out to a, uh, another company in America, and this is actually one of the few, I think maybe only games in this series that has voice actors in it, and the voices are provided by Charlie Adler and Billy mm. West. Hmm.
So uh, I also forgot I do have a little bit more trivia too for this. If you guys are interested, oh, yes. I'm interested. Uh, so some of the dialogue in this game, uh, you can't get it in the game, but it's in the game files if you dig around for it enough. Uh, they actually had some vulgar clips with a lot of profanity in it that the actors recorded and they never used in the game. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> And I have examples of both the in-game dialogue and the vulgar clips you can't get uh, after you do the guesses. <laughs> they're they're a lot of fun. <laughs> You're the man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, I got an answer. Yeah, I have. A, All right, you guys are ready. I have a wrong answer. <laughs> Just a tick. <laughs> nice <laughs> alright so uh, John Regan says uh, clubbing with cow and chicken uh, John Harrington says Nickelodeon Nicktoons something and then David Fleming says I'm gonna be pissed and you're probably right on that one David <laughs> uh, the correct answer is I actually have a clip for this Atomic Bomberman I knew it was a Bomberman game damn it <laughs> David prepared a sound as a substitute ultra, and we didn't get it. I'm gonna play it anyways. Cast. <laughs> we definitely didn't. Play yes. It. I am so fucking proud of you. I could just shit. <laughs> Man, I, I can't imagine why that didn't make it into the Bomberman game. <laughs> Jesus. So when I was looking this game up, I found like a five-minute montage of all the dirty shit that they weren't able to put in the game. Um, if you guys want, uh, I have a little clip of the stuff that is in the game, and then after we get that, we can hear the dirty stuff they didn't put in. I mean, we didn't just hear the dirty stuff they couldn't put in? That sounded... Yeah. <laughs> that was that was one of them. <laughs> that was just one. But, but a mere sampling. <laughs> here. Toasted. 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 Street pizza, baby. Street pizza, baby. Roasted. Roasted! Roasted! Isn't death grand? Want some Sunblock 2000? Got any marshmallows? Makes you feel all warm and fuzzy, doesn't it? That was a bomb, stupid! Eat my dust and lick my back! Good job. <laughs> what was that? Just, I love how fucking crazy their laughs so, are. I mean, about so street it's... pizza? What was it? What? <laughs> it's a street pizza, baby. <laughs> it's just like 90s cool kids slang, so, I guess. So, so I somebody from Not Hudson went on the 1997 equivalent of Fiverr and hired Billy West to sit in front of a microphone for a few minutes and just say some fucking shit. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, just uh, it was Interplay actually shit. did this one. Come on, uh. biatch! Come on, biatch! Come on, biatch! Ooh, come on, biatch! Come on, biatch! Come on, biatch! Come on, biatch! <laughs> Eat my dust and lick my crack! <laughs> yeah. Eat my dust and lick my crack! 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 <laughs> oh my God.
I'll break your fucking head with a ratchet. I'll break your fucking head with a ratchet. I'll break your fucking head with a ratchet. All right, all right come on. All right, I'm stopping. Th there's five minutes of it. Yeah. Fuck those, are, those were the best parts of it. <laughs> so I'll, I'll break yeah, your fucking head so, with a ratchet. Uh, we'll make it onto the soundboard in some form, but yeah, what the fuck? Can we man? please get to like a feminine guy doing it? <laughs> Oh god! So yeah, I'm like, assuming I that they had to record that many voice tracks because it's a multiplayer Bomberman game. So it's probably like yeah, you know, it's uh, up to ten, ten players, ten distinct Bombermans, and you yeah, need you to know have, who's going to you break your ten fucking head with a ratchet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh. It's like I was I was sitting listening to like uh, all of, like there's like about an hour or so of this dialogue from the game. It's, it's it's all the taunts and stuff they do when they kill a player or like have a bomb thrown at them and stuff. And it's just it like, exhausting. like about every thirty seconds or so is just like ten or so takes of them doing these different things with character voices. Like, one's like a surfer dude. There's like a Terminator sounding guy. See, now I'm just picturing it. Yeah, they didn't. They you know, went on Fiverr and paid Billy West and Charlie or Charlie Adler at the same time. And the two of them were just like, all right, man, let's just, yeah, let's do it. And, like, they're just sitting there together, just riffing off of each other and just trying to one-up each other on wacky voice. Like, yeah, I like not a bad way to get... That, the, that this is all them just trying to crack each other up and, like, one-up each yeah. other constantly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll break your fucking you head with a ratchet. Oh! <laughs> I'll break your fucking it's head with a ratchet. It's a street pizza, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they just did a fucking, like, two-hour you laugh, you lose. <laughs> and it became a Bomberman game. <laughs> so... Perfect. Um, and it's it's great too because all the vulgar shit, like you can find it just in the sound files on the on the CD. It's not that hard to find. <laughs> so like but, they didn't yeah. hide it very well. It was in there when they're ready to ship the game. But it doesn't it doesn't come out in the game in any actual way. It doesn't come out in the game, but I think you can mod it pretty easily to make it come out in the game. Probably. Games. It's a little disappointing. I would think there would be like an adult like yeah. unlockable area where it's like yep, adult code and. You know, it would it would have corrupted a number of uh, poor little kids back in the day when they you know inevitably discovered it without uh, their parents knowing. Um, God, can yeah. you imagine that news report on your local news about like kids everywhere? <laughs> I'll break your fucking head with a ratchet! My eight-year-old son just told me to lick his crack. Yeah. I don't know what this means. That's you know, it, I mean, lick my crack is pretty uh, pretty gross, but uh, you know, that's still. That still meets, you know, that's only PG-13. That's not the end of the world. You know, whatever. Uh, you know, we're, uh, so, was there anything about this game besides the fact that it's an odd, uh, you know, Bomberman game um, with voices? The graphics? Yeah, actually, there's some pretty weird stuff about it, too. Uh, because it was de developed by Interplay instead of Hudson, uh, they had 3D rendered graphics instead of uh, the regular sprites, mm. and that was for the background and stuff, too. Okay. And then also, um, every character in the game, uh, their bomb was color-coded to them. Like, the explosion was their color, instead of just being the generic explosion color. Well, that's good to know. Which lets you know who It's pretty cool, actually, it. yeah. yeah that's, that's handy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man. I, you know, I didn't think they, uh, I mean, they, you know, Bomberman 64 came out in 1997. I didn't think they, you know, in the meantime, had just, like, optioned off this to another company to make this weird, I, th I think that's why they did that. <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, because it's like this was the PC release, and then the same year they were, they were busy developing Bomberman 64, I guess. And they were like, let's just give somebody else the rights to this to do this for the PC version. Right. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and you get hmm. breaking people's heads with a fucking ratchet. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you can hear, hear cow chicken swearing. 
<laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what that Which was. I remember, like, <laughs> like uh, as as a kid, like I knew it was him, but I thought that it was just Billy West doing all the voices, and I thought Billy West was the guy from Cow and Chicken. It's actually Charlie Adler, and they just have really similar voices. I guess. Yeah, they have similarly wacky voices. David, do you want to chime in on that as the uh, voice acting, you know, guru around here? <laughs> Um, they both have similar sounding voices. <laughs> Just in case you wanted to expound upon, expand upon it, I thought you know, maybe there was you know, some fun facts we didn't know about <laughs> Charlie Adler and or Billy West working together. You know, that's why I guess you know, Nickelodeon Nicktoons something. They were both in various Nicktoons. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got nothing on this. <laughs> <laughs> It's 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 pretty standard fair barman though. Besides that, I mean, it's just you're you're in like a grid, you're blowing shit up. Yep. Um, one of my favorite things though, which I didn't really get to with the dialogue and stuff, was that the announcer would shout out the names of the stuff as you pick it up. Mm-hmm. And there were disease blocks, which I think are in the other games too, aren't they? Like the skulls you pick up, oh, like, yeah. really bad stuff to yeah. you. Right. Yeah. And uh, one of them was called poops. Yep. So it's just Charlie Adler going like poops, <laughs> and it's just you you're shitting out bombs and stuff behind yeah. you. Yeah. And somewhere somewhere in the game files, there's. 10 or 20 different takes of them saying poops over and over again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or like him going like, err, constipation. Uh, I hear so a good. new free play jingle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a new five minute free play jingle and it just happens to be all these unused tracks from Bomberman. Atomic Bomberman. You know, interesting stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, yeah, it's... Feel like it, it's it's kind of like the epitome of like late '90s trying to be edgy kind of thing, you know? Because it's like we're doing like techno music, and we got guys saying stuff that's maybe not kid friendly. It's like, wow! Wait, wait, wait! Like late '90s trying to be edgy? How is I'll bust your fucking head in with a ratchet not edgy? Yeah, it's tr- it's trying a little hard. <laughs> it's trying a little hard, yeah. But, uh, hmm. Well, uh, interesting stuff, man. Yeah, I mean, how do you edge up the Bomberman series? Like, that that seems like a poor idea. <laughs> like, yeah, does the bo- does like, Bomberman yeah, need edge? <laughs> like, not Clearly, you guys have not played Bomberman Act Zero. <laughs> uh, no, we have not. <laughs> um, but that was just him, like, made to look like... You know, early or mid two thousands levels of cool, right? They didn't just they didn't just add in like Cartoon Network voice actors, just you know making gross jokes. <laughs> There's a number, I guess. So, yeah, there there have been misguided attempts to make Bomberman cool and edgy before. Like it's uh, it just seems like it's never a good idea. <laughs> like you know, I'm looking forward to the new Bomberman game for the Switch because it looks like they're not making it edgy. It looks like they're going with fun and cartoons and silly, like the things you want be a lot of fun, out of yeah. a thing like Bomberman. <laughs> But uh, we'll see. They'll probably find a way to blow it. This is Konami, who is somehow still making a game. So it's probably going to be <laughs> awful. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, I think that uh, there's very little left to say about Atomic Bomberman. So uh, I think it's time to uh, take it in for a landing. Johnny, what do we uh, What do we got, man? Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Spikes. Beeps. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... <laughs> now that's what I call a bowel movement. David Wyland. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? <laughs> that is the sound that David Wyland made for himself. <laughs> and that's what happened, so... 
That was pretty. Uh, that was pretty well done, there, man. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's David in audio form. <laughs> you know, if we uh, if we knew you needed a wind just jingle, a we could have just given it over to David Fleming to you know make you one. But okay, fine. Bring your own wind jingle. <laughs> I like. I like the one you brought. <laughs> yeah, it's good. <laughs> Well, cool, yeah. So good. That's an unexpected twist. This is our first ever guest winner. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, uh, that was good. I, you know, um, yeah, man, I, I'm so thrown for a loop by this whole episode. Like, I thought this was going to be like a, just like a parade of classics. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, <sighs> You know, start out with, you know, Star Fox, and I'm like, oh man, it's, you know, it's, that's tough to top in terms of, like, 1997 classics, but there's a few of them, I mean, and we made it through a whole 1997 episode without doing, like, Castlevania Symphony, Symphony of the Night, which, you know, and, you know, there's, there's, we, we chose 1997 and we ended up with an unreleased Mega Man kart game, two Interplay games, uh, <laughs> Star Fox 64, and... And Joan Alamu Rugby, if I recall. Um, <laughs> it's, it's been an interesting episode, to say the least. All-time classics, right? But yeah, in, in many ways, 1997 was a very interesting year. It sure was. So, um, yeah, that, that's great. We have all these other 1997 classics for a different episode. So, um, anyway, congrats, David. Um, what, uh, what do you got in mind for next week's theme? Uh, I'm thinking next week we do uh, indie games. Okay. Ooh. I guess we haven't ever done just a straight indie yes. show, have we? No. I don't think you guys have done that before, yeah. Oh, How yeah. are we defining indie? Oh. Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> I just figured, it's like, uh, if it's not made by, like, uh, I guess, like, a major company... I don't know how to define that. It's, it's independently made, so it's an indie game. You know, you know an indie game when you see one. Yeah, <laughs> am I right? It's like that's it's how you define porn. Like, what's porn? You can just know it. Doesn't apply here. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a, it's a interesting little uh, little topic there, open to interpretation. I'm sure we'll all come up with some interesting picks. Uh, if we haven't used all of our worthwhile indie games by now, you know, so it's time to time dive back into our list of games, people, and see what indie games we've used on the show before, because uh, <laughs> we've used a few good ones. I found so. this cool indie gem, uh, Mega Man. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of it. <laughs> exactly. This young, uh, you know, peppy upstart of a game. <laughs> uh, Who are these uh, cop, Capcom guys? Yeah. Capcom? <laughs> These guys seem pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I hope you're exactly. ready for my indie. It's a super low-key, super kind of below the radar. Yeah, you just play the first Mario Bros. Not even Super Mario Bros. Trust me, this this you know the game sucks, but it's going places. Like you know the foundation's there. If they can just find some way to make it mega, yeah, yeah, bigger. What's another word? We'll get back to it. You know, this is why you need that non-indie money. (laughs) The other day, Um, I was at McDonald's and I got my combo supersized. Maybe this could tie in. I don't know where I'm going with this joke. This joke sucks. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) it does. (laughs) 
Damn it. I got anyway. my combo supersized, and it kind of stuck with me, so I'm thinking of calling it Size Mario Brothers. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking about Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> so I'm Wait. thinking about McDonald's. <laughs> You'll excuse yeah, exactly. me, I'm hungry. Ba da ba ba ba. So okay, so uh, new theme idea. We just do Mick kids. Yeah. Just all of us just do Mick kids. Dude, I, I'm all about like some wacky tie-in games. That's also a fantastic theme. <laughs> so you know, whatever. We'll figure it out. Indie games or McDonald's theme games. Um, you know, all that and more on next week's game that too. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, man, uh, good show tonight, guys. Thanks again for uh, for the picks. Thanks for uh, everybody that's watching along with us live on Facebook, live on Twitch.tv slash Game That Tune, live now on Twitter. We know nobody's watching on YouTube, but you know we're still there too. Um, you know, thanks to everybody that's listening in podcast form. Uh, you know, we always appreciate it. Uh, you know, you can find us at GameThatTune.com or on iTunes or in all the other podcast services that we might or might not be in. Just look around for us. We're there. We're around. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, thanks again to Alex for his request tonight, you know, despite the fact that we derailed the discussion of it with a, uh, <laughs> long, long discussion of Joan Lamu's storied career as a beast of a I'm, rugby player. I'm um, sorry, Alex. I should not have brought that up. I did not realize. The fuck, man? <laughs> I didn't realize what Pandora's box I was opening there. <laughs> yeah. You really, you really didn't know. Um, but yeah, thanks, uh, thanks for the request. If you, uh, if you are listening and you want to make a request, you know, hit us up, gamethattune at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at gttpod. So, uh, shoot any of us a message on Facebook or uh, you know, or on Twitter. Uh, I'm on Twitter at jgangsta187. Uh, Johnny, you're on Twitter at jpreganjr. Yep. David Fleming on Twitter at dfd Fleming. And David Wyland has been taken over by a Russian spam bot on Twitter. He might be there. I'm not really sure. Uh, so where can people find you online, David? <laughs> uh, on Twitter at uh, Nameless888 once I uh, kick the Russian spam bot off of it. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> He's reclaiming his Twitter presence, everybody. So uh, I'm assuming since you brought your own wind jingle that you also brought bonus music this week then. So uh, what, uh, what are we going out with? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did not bring bonus music. <laughs> I think I brought bonus music last week, though, if you want to use that one instead. Uh, I don't have bonus music. I have, I have yeah, bonus music if you want to use mine. I was going to say, David, I your bonus, bonus music is disqualified. You know. uh, <laughs> yeah, for bringing a Japan-only game, you get to play no bonus music. Johnny, what's your bonus music? <laughs> uh, I'm a member. <laughs> we could just play the guys uh, saying a bunch of dirty shit for the next five minutes. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> my my bonus music is the credits music from Star Fox 64. That hey. works, let's do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>
Star Fox 64 is copyright 1997 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Mega Man Battle and Chase is copyright 1997 Capcom Company Limited. Game & Watch Gallery is copyright 1997 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Carmageddon is copyright 1997 Interplay Entertainment Corporation. Body Hammer and Zero Signal are copyright 1995 Roadrunner Records. Fear Factory appears courtesy of Roadrunner Records, the division of Warner Music Group. Atomic Bomberman is copyright 1997 Hudson Soft Company Limited. start twice go ahead and do that star fox your mother helped me like that too we told you help like you're sick of you destroying shit and billing us for it <laughs> please stop hey alan turing i'm on your side gee i've been saved by fox how swell use your bombs wisely bro Go through an entire show about the 90s and not say radical. If you think the episode title isn't going to mention Jonah Lamu in some way, you're sorely <laughs> mistaken. <laughs> <laughs>